How's it going? It's going, man. You know, quarantined. <laughs> we did. Uh, we had our, our weekly programmer meetup yesterday, and you were able to join us for the first time in like, uh, I guess, a month. But prior to that, like five months. So it was really cool to be able to see you um, on like we had like a, a video conference, and we all joined in, and it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun, and we were all running off of your hosted uh, video conferencing tool, which is pretty pretty neat. But yeah. uh, it was. It's kind of funny because in a way, you know, coronavirus has kept us from being close to people who are, you know, close to us in proximity, you know, at home and whatnot. But at the same time, yeah, like I was able to go to an NS Coder night with the uh, with Colorado folks. And that's not something I get to do normally. And supposedly we're going to be doing it next week and next, you know, the next few weeks, you know, to come. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been nice. I've been uh, talking to family members a little bit more than normal. I uh, talked to great-grandpa the other day. Um, I'm getting calls from from and texts from people that I've I've known for a while, but just taken for granted the fact that I could always reach them. And now they're starting to reach out or I'm reaching out to them. I think we're all getting lonely, lonely or bored or something. But yeah. <laughs> it's happening. But no, I want to get is. through this, uh, this uh, quarantine little segment of the the show as quick as possible because I just want to talk about Minecraft, man. Yeah. I've been playing Minecraft with a four year old. It's fun, but uh, let's knock through these topics. Um, Let's, let's knock through it. So in 95 masks, let's talk about that real quick. Well, first today I had to venture out into the, the post-apocalyptic hellscape that is Walmart. Um, (laughs) And Jenny remembered the other day that she had a project a couple months back where she had to paint some, uh, I, I believe it was a table. It was, it was a table or chairs. It was something. And, you know, being smart, she was like, well, I need to have, you know, some sort of, some sort of mask, keep the, fl- the fumes from, you know, being inhaled and whatnot. So in 95 masks, she went to Sherwin Williams, who I used to, I used to work there back in the day. Um, and they're, you know, every, this is the one that people keep talking about. They, there's, I've, I've been hearing a lot about N95 Max. Didn't realize I had them, so I had to wear this one to Walmart today. And it's, you know, this CDC recommendation that we all start wearing something over our face when we're out public is very strange because almost everyone is wearing one. Really now, yeah. Like I, I step outside and everybody's got something over their face, which is good. I'm glad that they're doing it, but it's very weird because it's almost like I heard it described as being in Walmart is it, it almost feels like you're in a library. It's pretty quiet. No one says anything to each other, which is kind of strange for oh, true. You know, down here in the South. Um, <laughs> and people don't really make eye contact a lot. You know, every, everybody's just kind of doing their own thing, grabbing what they need and, and getting out, which is smart, but it's, it's different, man. It's very different. Well, you're treating everybody like they're the enemy, and it's yeah, in a way, it's tough. I, I just found out today that somebody I know um, and and their their spouse are are infected, and it's just it's starting to really hit me. Like last week, it was yeah. this thing happens, but I don't. It's not in my circle yet, but now it's it's there. Um, fortunately, they're doing good. They don't have to go to the emergency room. They don't have to go to the hospital. That's good. They said very mild. Um, 
symptoms. So I'm just praying for them, hoping everything's going to go through, but yeah, just a bummer. So, um, a funny thing or some type of, uh, some, a deeper thought. I had a little shower thought. So we have millennials and then what, what's after millennial, like a Gen Z or something? Uh, Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens in two months? Like what's the next generation called? Are they coronials? Are they <laughs> like, what is, what is that thing called? Is it, I think it's going to be, um, related somehow to COVID. I think that's going to be this next group because they're going to grow up in a different economy. They're going to grow up in different, uh, just a different world in general. People are going to have more food. Uh, we're going to start manufacturing things a little closer to home, not rely on other people. There's going to be less trust with people. Um, it's going to be different. It's not as, not they as should, I, don't, I don't know if Generation Z has this. Oh, it looks like they do, but they could be called the Zoomers. That's that's true. Is that like a joke for the video conferencing software, Zoom? Well, that and also the fact they're still kind of Generation Z, but they're also going to be the second wave of baby booms. Oh, that's true. Speaking of baby <laughs> booms and Zoomers, you're going to have a little coronial pretty soon. I am. I am. I'm going to have one in one month and 10 days. That's the due date, man. That's coming up. Congratulations, man. In three and a yes, half sir. years, you'll be playing Minecraft with, with them. That, that is true. We're gonna have to talk about right, we're gonna have to talk about you and you and your daughter playing Minecraft <laughs> because I mean, all right, so one all right, I have one month, ten days. What things should I be preparing for that I haven't thought of yet? You can be Hit sleeping. Me. Just sleep. You just That's sleep. what I'm trying to do. Like what was when we first had our baby, immediately we realized, oh, you can we can't go out to eat anymore. We can't just like if we wanted to go get something from a store prior to the baby, it was like, okay, let's go. It, within five minutes, we're in the car driving. After baby, 45 minutes, maybe you're in the car in the, the garage. But like, y- y- it's going to take forever to do anything to even leave the house and you're forgetting things and you got to take so many things. You you end up with like, like suitcases just to go to the store. And get, <laughs> oh, we need to travel potty and wipes and diapers and you know all the bait, the, the bib and change of clothes. Oh, man. So much stuff, but uh, yeah, get some sleep. But but now with with uh, the quarantine, it's not like you can go out anyway. So I don't exactly. Think much it's not like I'm going out and trying to see you know as many movies as I can or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's it like I'm still I'm stuck here. You know, and I'm probably going to be here until I I think until July probably. But but we uh, just- start stocking up on diapers. Those little tots yeah. go through. A ridiculous amount. What I've realized is whenever you have a very small size diaper, like a a preemie or a a newborn or size one, you can get a a box or a container and it will hold like a hundred or something diapers. And then whenever you get like size four or size five, once they, you know, the almost the last size that they're going to be in like 50 or, you know, a lot less fit in the same box. Mm-hmm. But I've also realized that they use a lot less. So at the very beginning, they'll be constantly going through them. And then, you know, over time that they slow down and eventually, like we've had one uh, thing in the in the uh, bathroom for three months now. And it's very, very slow. She only uses it, uh, the, our youngest, um, at night. But during the day, she doesn't. And it's just, it's neat seeing this thing progress. But yeah, stock up on diapers, stock up on wipes. Wipes are going to be tough right now, but you guys need them. True. You're going to go through so they're so messy they're so cute but they're so messy <laughs> so messy 
I need to learn how to, I, I haven't done this yet and my mom's going to kill me if she hears this, but, um, the breathing technique for when, when, you know, the birthing process starts. You're we did a class. To to Have you done any classes? Yeah. No, we haven't done a class. Oh man, we did car seat classes and feeding classes and diaper classes and all this stuff, and it uh, it definitely helps. But on the breathing one, like the, the, the Lamaze breathing that I always remember from TV shows and stuff was <laughs> something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. And like the last class I went to, they're like just it'll, it'll be like <sighs> or something like that, and then. Uh, I think we tried doing it whenever she was in labor, but she didn't really want to do anything that <laughs> she didn't, she want to do her own thing. Yeah. So it actually came to push, come to shove literally. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, she figured it out. Yeah. Babies are here. It, it'll happen no matter what. <laughs> Nature will in fact take its course. There you go. All right, man. How's your closet? Let's do some follow up. Oh, my closet. I need a, <clears throat> well, I need, a, I need a trash bag. Um, Okay. Because I've just been. I have you ever seen the show Last Man on Earth? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel like that. I've got this here. I've got one back here. I've just got like these water bottles. Here's my bottle of Diet Mountain Dew. Nice. Um, just heard it tap the mic. Um, I've got yeah. I just, I just need to clean up a little bit. Um, and. I just need trash can a little bit closer. But beyond that, man, it gets a little warm. I figured out that the fan, the other room is, was spinning the wrong way. We, we moved, we moved here during the winter. And so it was on winter mode, if you will. And so I switched that over and that's helped keep it cool. But it's amazing how much heat computers generate. Yes. Yes. Because if I start doing anything processor intensive and I hear those fans start to spin, this room gets hot. How can you do things without them getting hot? Do you have to throw money at the machine and get some machine that's so powerful that its idle state is powerful enough to handle your max workload so it doesn't spin up? Or do you do something on an iPad and you have your machine in a, in a different room and your iPad's just a, a terminal into it? I mean, that's one thing you totally could do. I mean, honestly, the things that spin spin it up the most like when I'm working would be um Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts for some reason causes Oh video chat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah video chat will cause a lot of I, I don't know if it would be CPU. I assume CPU resources. Um and it just yeah that causes the fans to spin for some reason. And it's kind of funny because the 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 work that I'm doing, writing software, really doesn't use anything okay. at all. Okay. You know? Um especially because I've started I've started dabbling in more command line interface programs, trying to treat my Mac almost as if it were an iPad by running most of my apps in full screen mode. Okay. Um, and, but, but using iTerm a lot for my workflow, trying to spend more time at the command line as opposed to using my mouse. Okay. Yeah. They figured part it of out. That, part of the reason is because my mouse is dying. Yeah. You said that the your, other- your button's messing up or something. Yeah, so I have a Corsair M65 uh, gaming mouse, and it's one of those the ones that's like I'm showing this chain right now on camera. It's got like LEDs and whatnot. I've only had it for I think it was I bought it in November, um, and the left mouse button is is dying. It's getting to the point where I really have to have to tap it before like the click registers. These uh, um, gaming mice are made to handle like 
tens of millions of clicks on the primary button. So the fact that yours is dying this quickly, um, if you did, if you cared enough, you could send it in for a, a repair. But you, that's what I'm doing. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so. I had to spend some time trying to figure out how to get my receipt from Best Buy, but was able to do that. Um, was, you know, able to get the device serial number and all that and send it into Corsair. And they sent me a shipping label over email. And I'm going to have to go to UPS and drop it off and they'll send me another one. It'll probably take about a week or so. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do that because the fact that it's dying already, yeah. you know, like you said, these things are tested generally for, for millions and millions of clicks on the primary key. Yeah. Uh, so it should not be dying. It should not be anywhere close to dying at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to spend more time in, in the command line. I'm trying to spend less time picking up my, my mouse and moving it around and treat and using this, this, this absolutely arcane and ancient windowing system. Uh, <laughs> trying to use more full screen apps. The way of the future. Speaking of future, I have some uh, some updates on our puppy that will okay be here in eight ish weeks. Uh, I was talking about last week that um, I think we're leasing this dog with yes. all these rules that we have to to abide by. But uh, my my wife and the girls are very excited. They've been shopping for the puppy, um, and then as a group, they're having discussions about you know how do you treat the puppy, and then what. You know, what do you feed the puppy and you can't give the puppy chocolate and just all of these things are, I'm really surprised when about how detailed my wife is getting with this, this puppy. She's watching dog vlogs on YouTube and she subscribed to her first YouTube channel and she's That's amazing. really getting into it. But, uh, boxes started showing up from Amazon for puppy stuff. And so, mm. um, about 30% of our living room is now, it's now been uh, gated off. They have this, we have this old, uh, really colorful playpen fence. It's about three, uh, two and a half, maybe three foot tall, big colorful panels. And it's like kind of see-through mesh stuff. Um, and it, there's giant, like it's like 10 feet in diameter. And it's like a big circle of these um, little walls. I'll put a, a picture in the show notes. But, uh, yeah. so we have that set up so that the puppy can play in that area. And then we got a puppy crate, a tiny little crate, a travel crate, um, leashes, multiple colors, harnesses, up uh, some, something in bottles. I don't even know, like shampoos or all kinds of stuff. I think we're getting combs or maybe we already have combs, but we're getting just stuff every day, but we got a puppy bed and a, this puppy bed, oh. it's like a little donut with a super fluffy, comfortable covering and uh the two-year-old sits in it now like a uh like a little chair and is super cute and i think we might have to get two of them because there you go the little two-year-olds loving it it's but it's uh it's neat and i went walked downstairs this morning and i looked in there and it looked like there were were two dogs in the puppy bed in that little gated off area and it happened to be my girl's little little toy dogs like they have little stuffed toy dogs and they're treating them as puppies now and Went down there, yeah, I think it was yesterday, and everybody was sitting in there barking. My wife, my two girls, they're barking, they're pretending to be dogs, and there's like little pet bowls in there, and <laughs> my four-year-old keeps wanting to fill them up with water and pretend like she's a puppy. It's like, oh, man, some of this is cute and some of it, well, I guess it's all cute, but who they're, they've got puppy fever right now, TJ. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Um 
two thoughts for you since you're about to become a dog dad. Um, we had a lot of problems with our puppy whining a lot okay. during the night. Okay. Um, and th- part of that is normal, especially for, you know, a tiny, tiny puppy. And, but, but we kept on having problems where not only was she whining, she was soiling her cage a lot. Mm, okay. You know, during the night. So what we learned is that if your cage is too big. Okay. Puppy is not going to see that as, as home, as like a safe haven, you know, we, we ended up buying like an even smaller crate cause she's a chihuahua. So she's, she's pretty small. Okay. So we ended up getting like a, a tiny little carrier, okay. like carrier. Um, what was it? It, it? I'm trying to think. It's almost like what you would buy if she was going on a plane, like very sure. condensed yeah. and put like a little blanket in there. Totally happy. Don't have any problems anymore. Now oh, it's really? like, this is her little spot and she goes there willingly. You know, it's like now this is this is her spot. This is her home. This is her territory. She knows that it's safe as opposed to like a larger like metal crate with a bed in it. Yeah. She just didn't like that for some reason. Good to know. Yeah. So, yeah. Very, very interesting. Dogs are interesting, man. Any other tips or tricks? Um, I don't know. They're just going to want to play a lot. Me me and my uh, our, our puppy. Her name is Zuzu. Me and Zuzu. We, we play like a good bit during, <laughs> during the day. Like we wrestle. I can get her to like, if I wrestle with her long enough, she'll do this. She'll get the zoomies where she'll just like run around the house at top speed <laughs> into every room, jump up on the couch, use it like almost a NASCAR race. You know how they'll like, they'll, they'll kind of, when they make one of those tight, 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 uh, you're drifting turns. Yeah. Like the drift, she like drifts on the, on the, on the cushions. It's, it's amazing to see. I'll have to send you a video of it next time she does it, but just, just keep them occupied. Give them a lot of attention, loving, and you know, good place to sleep. They'll be happy and loyal enough. Nice. I, uh, I got a new app lately, uh, recently. Uh, th- it's a new video app called Quibi. I think it yeah. stands for Quick Bites. It is backed by Meg Whitman. They started a new company. Uh, Meg Whitman was a former CEO, I think, of Hewlett Packard. I believe that's right. A former presidential uh, candidate in like 2016, she ran for president. But she started this this company, and they're trying to make very small, high quality videos with stars. So this, huh. this is like a small little YouTube style video. It's like 10 minutes or less, but they're like high quality. And so I'm watching one right now that feels like you took an episode of like Breaking Bad or you know one of these uh, hour long very well done videos or uh, TV shows and you break it into small little segments, like between each commercial break and each one of those is a little episode and like, um, uh, uh, who, who's, who's the girl from frozen? The, the, uh, Anna, who, who's the actress that plays her? Kristen Bell. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Yep. Uh, there's a, just a bunch of actresses and actors that, that you know that are in these little shows. And so there's like a 90 day trial right now, but, yeah, they're backing it with like many hundreds of millions of dollars worth of marketing, and like they're really investing in this right now. It only works on the iPhone and Android. There's not a website you can go to. There's not a computer app. You have to view it on your phone. the The film or the video is filmed in landscape, but every single scene is there's. They've also optimized it for portrait. So if you hold your phone in portrait. If, if it was a wide scene and you would see like a person and then to the left of them was a car and something, but the person's talking, 
When you view it in portrait on your phone, it will zoom just on them. So if you view it in portrait, you'll get the entire story. It'll be fine. If you view it in landscape, you get more of, huh, more of the video, but it doesn't take away from the story and it doesn't, um, doesn't really change anything. So it's fascinating. They're trying to make video for phones. That's less than 10 minutes that you can view and, and you don't have to, um, binge it or you don't have to feel like you have to make a huge investment to watch this. You can just watch this on your, your uh, subway ride or your, you know, just waiting in line for to, to get a haircut. You can just watch this. So it's pretty cool. So is the quality high then? Like, are you enjoying the shows? Yeah, you are. Okay. I, I've watched one show so far. It's called like flipped, I believe, but it has, um, um, it has the woman from always sunny in Philadelphia. I forgot her name, but, uh, she, uh, Kate, Caitlin, something super funny. And it has the guy from last man on earth. Oh, what? I should get these names. Yes. Let's look at flipped quibby. It has, well, this is terrible. You can't go to the Caitlin Olson. Yes. Will Forte. Yes. Yes. Brilliant, but it's very well done. But yeah, there's like a 90 day trial right now. You can just download it and sign up and, and watch it. It's interesting. All right. I don't know that, if it, that is very interesting. I'm going to definitely give that a shot. I don't know if it'd be better than, I mean, it's not going to be better than Netflix and these things, but it's, it's interesting. I, I want to see how this, how this turns out. I, I'm interested too. They've got some decent looking shows on here. And the fact that each episode is only, what is it? Seven to 10 minutes long. Yeah. They're all tiny, That's, but they release tiny. every single day. So every day really? I get a new little 10 minute segment of this flipped show that I'm watching. So it's pretty neat. I, I don't feel like uh, I have to invest a lot into it, but mm-hmm. it also is telling a full story. It's nice. They they're doing a trick too in the specific show. So like in one scene, it'll be uh, something crazy happened. And then in the next episode, it feels like a couple hours have passed and they, they kind of skip all the montages and all that stuff that happens in the middle. It's Right. It's clever. It is clever. And they've got um, the Weather Channel. <laughs> what? They've got a show for, for weather. Yeah. It's called Weather Today. Nice. Well, they have like uh, the, the show Punked with – they used to have uh, Ashton Kutcher where they would have celebrities that would prank each other. They have a new oh, version yeah? of that on there. They have several um, really neat things. Like maybe like a judge show, kind of like a Judge Judy but a more modern one. Pretty neat. Interesting. Yeah, pretty neat. All right, I'll give this a go for sure. Yeah. I got something in the mail the other day. I got uh Okay. I ordered a new Alexa and I ordered two of the Ring cameras. I I wanted to point a camera at our front porch because we're starting to get that milk delivered uh, once a week and just with like this whole thing about having, you know, uh, I'm listening to like our neighborhood channels and stuff on these apps. And there's people like checking car doors and, and stealing packages and just, just riffraff doing, doing riffraffy things. So I want to put a camera on the front porch. So I got this little camera and uh, hooked up to the ring uh, doorbell and the whole system. And I'm able to get, you know, streaming, uh, streaming to my phone of that specific feed. And I get all of the previous footage so I can scroll back and see, like I can watch sunsets and sunrises now. It's really cool because it's always recording. You're always taking little snapshots, so I can like uh, you know flip through it and see things happen throughout the day and 
you know, like whenever it snows, you can like watch the snow melt and you can see like the thing move as you spin through this little spinner. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Set up some cameras and, uh, the house is getting a little, it's becoming a robot. Like every day, it just, one more thing we have is automated. And, but I'm, I have like, I don't know, 40 Wi-Fi devices now hooked up. Yeah. It's getting a little, little crazy here. At what point does that crowd the router? Yeah, exactly. You just keep buying routers. I'm on the Orbi right now. So we have two stations. So I'm able to split some stuff out, but yeah, it definitely starts to take a toll. Okay. All right. But a good call on those rings for um, the front of your house. I actually, I think it was two or three months ago. It was not long after we moved here. Someone broke into our car. Oh, um, yeah. And like tried to just go through a bunch of stuff in like the front console. Nothing was nothing of any value was taken. We didn't have anything good in there, but it was it's still like riffraff doing riffraffy yeah. things. And I don't like it. It's a violation. And yeah, it feels like you're violated almost. It's like this person was just rummaging through my car. Well, we've had a problem lately with people breaking into mailboxes, which is a felony. Really? But with these new checks going out, to, these stimulus checks going mm-hmm. out to everybody, which I don't understand. Like, are you going to be able to cash that? Or are you just, I don't understand, yeah. but um, people are starting to, to break into mailboxes. It's interesting. Which is interesting because isn't aren't they going to be mainly just doing direct deposits with, with the stimulus. Yes. If you had direct deposits signed up in 2018 or 2019, then they will direct deposit. If you don't, it could take up to five months to get a check printed. You might get it the first week, but it could take up to five months. So you definitely, if you haven't already and, and you are eligible for the stimulus check, you want to, um, you want to have it filled out so that you can do the direct deposit. And if you haven't right. filed your tax return yet, I think at the end of the month, they should have a new web portal up that you can go in and fill that information out. And the, the neat thing is I was, was researching this. They're going to go off your 2019 taxes. So if you made a, a ton of money in 2018 and you weren't eligible for it, but you haven't filed 2019 yet and you're making a lot less and you are eligible you might not get your your rebate now because you haven't filed taxes. But right. in 2020, when you when you do that filing, they'll catch everything up. They'll either bill you like they'll uh, bill you if if they uh, awarded you a stimulus and you didn't actually qualify, but 2018 made you made it look like you did. They'll settle up everything in 2020. So ideally, you don't have to pay anything back in, or or you know you'll you'll just receive the extra check and you'll be good. But um, you, you're not, don't worry about scamming it or, or gaming the system. Cause it'll all settle out in 2020 or, or 20, yeah. 2021 for the 2020. Taxes. 2021. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Just do the right thing. People. Yep. Do, do the right thing. Yeah. Let's talk about Minecraft. All right, let's do it. So my four year old is starting to become in the age where she can, she can do things. She is, she's super clever. I, I will do things or say things and she will problem solve. And it's, it's, it's fun watching this happen, but um, she wanted to play Minecraft. So we're playing on the computer and the mouse is so hard for her. She's trying to move it, but she doesn't understand how to move the mouse to turn and then use the arrow keys to walk. 
and she's learning to read. So she, she's recognizing some letters, but she doesn't understand why W goes forward and S goes backward. The arrow keys help a little bit, but it's, it's hard on her. So I put Minecraft on her iPad and well, yeah, we'll start with the iPad. So I put Minecraft on the iPad and the poor girl, she stands in one spot. She spins around in circles and she just puts blocks of gold or diamonds or glass everywhere. And she gets trapped because she doesn't, she doesn't have the, um, the, the muscle memory or the skills yet to walk in the game and then, and then understand that when she's walking in the, in the streety world that she can also turn and see around. And it's just fascinating. I, I started thinking, we started off with these very simple games. We started off with Pong, and then we yeah. went to some platformers, and everything was in two dimensions. And then we eventually worked up to 3D. But she's mm-hmm. starting off in 3D. Maybe, maybe, like, these these pixelated, very low, um, low polygon, just very simple games, kind of like a Mario. Maybe that's where you should start if you're going to start gaming. Maybe yeah. jumping into this really modern, high quality, like the Fortnite and that kind of stuff. Maybe that's just too much. Or maybe I shouldn't be giving my four-year-old Minecraft. Maybe that's the, the root of the problem. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like the first game you ever play is Fortnite? Oh, yeah. It, it's crazy. Like, well, what can you do in the game? Anything. You can become a hamburger and go jump in on top of a building and then parachute out of a bus. You could do that. In Fortnite, you can. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Mario. I guess Mario is just as crazy too, because you're you're a plumber and you're going to jump on a mushroom and and you're going to uh, spit out a turtle shell out of a dinosaur and yeah, jump into a that's pipe. true. And uh, you can do all of those things. But something like Yoshi's Story would be a great first game, or like Yoshi's Island. She, uh, uh, my oldest is playing a game called um, Play Home, and I think I've recommended this in the past. But Play Home is kind of like a dollhouse, or a, it's a 2D game, very well done on the iPad. Every, it, it's basically a house, and you have a little character. You can walk around, you just drag them around, but everything's interactive. And she's she's really liking that. She does not like games where you have like, oh, you don't you can't win. Like she wants to just play in the world. She doesn't right. want to compete or race or fight or she just wants to. She wants to play Minecraft, basically. She wants to explore. Yeah, explore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about building some obstacle courses in Minecraft for her and then watching her or, or showing her how to walk around and do that stuff so that she could you know, learn how to jump over something or learn how to crawl under something or walk around something or um, and then reward her you know, as she's completing all these things. But the cutest thing is just hearing her say, I want to play Minecraft with daddy. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Have y'all set up a little server where y'all can do stuff together? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And they're really into Paw Patrol right now, which is a, a Nickelodeon TV show. So I found yeah. some, some Paw Patrol um, Minecraft models that I could create. So dad spent uh, a couple hours, a couple Saturdays ago, recreating the Paw Patrol tower in a Minecraft world. And then as soon as I get it all built, I'm so excited to show them. So I show them and they go up to the top of the tower and they were like, we want to put beds down and put purple carpet. I'm like, 
but you're going to ruin the color scheme. It's white and red. It's, okay. It's your, <laughs> your tower. We'll, we'll do that. We'll put the purple carpet and the little beds down. So they put all the beds in them. And then they're like, okay, and we don't want any monsters and we don't want it to ever be daytime or nighttime. So it's always daytime. So you don't need the beds. So I end up with, uh, it, we're just exploring now. Like they just want to sit there and, and have baby turtles and watch the baby turtles have little baby turtles. And they're afraid of the fish. They're afraid. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's cute. It's fun. But yeah, I've awesome, turned man. off all the monsters and everything. It's it's just oh, it's boring. So no creepers. Oh, I turned those off. Like because they were messing up my tower. Like I spent some, a while in this tower, and this little creeper walks by and blows up. And then I found out the worst thing ever is the ultimate troll. A skeleton has a bow and arrow in in Minecraft, and a skeleton could shoot at at a player. But if a creeper walks in between the skeleton and the player. This creeper starts to fight the skeleton and it explodes and blows up whatever. And they've blown up my railroad. They blew, <laughs> they blew up my my turtle pin. So yeah, we had to turn those monsters off. Okay, so I found my iPhone SE, which is the last phone that I have that's like really small. It has the what is it, four and a half inch screen. Maybe maybe it's four inch screen. And I was wanting wanting to show my four year old. I'm like, this thing is like her size. It's so cute. It's like a little bitty phone. And mm-hmm. and again, I so I charged it up and I went downstairs and I showed it to her. I'm like, hey, look at this little phone. And she's like, oh, oh wow, it's my phone. And I was like, uh, no. But now now it's her phone. Um, she <laughs> she just took it. She just she's always asking. Daddy gave me my phone and she got on to a video call with grandma and grandpa. And she's like, daddy gave me my own phone and it has Minecraft. And I was like, oh man, I'm getting in trouble in so many ways. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cute. I'm watching her like just because her fingers are the perfect size for that little phone. Like the, yeah. the, the giant plus phone. And yeah, you know, that feels right to me. But for her, it's like she's in her own little world. But fortunately, the battery life isn't very good. So she can't use it for very long. So I might get it back here in several years, but I'm just, these girls just, they're rough on stuff. Like they'll get yeah. bored and just drop things right where they're at. It's like, it's, Ooh. Ah. just don't do that to an SE. Now, do you remember when the five came out? Because the six, I mean, the SE has the same body as the five. And I remember when that was announced and I was just like, oh, they just stretched the four S. It didn't I, feel very impressive. So I had, the 4S and the 5 was announced. Steve Jobs also announced iBooks for phone. Because prior to mm-hmm. that, iBooks was only available on the iPad mini and then the iPad. But he announced it for the phone. And so I'm holding my time, which I can't even, like, I have them now. And I look at them like, how did I even use this thing? But I'm holding it and I'm imagining it's the same exact width as the previous phone. But when you're looking at email, you would have one extra email that would show up. You'd just have a little bit extra. And I'm just, hold, I just remember holding my, my old 4S and thinking, this would be so much better to read books on. And yeah. then I got it. And now, like, looking back, it's just so I can't. How did you, how'd you even develop on that thing? Because all of the apps that I'm writing now, like, when we they work on the 4S, but there's always going to be edge cases where labels get cut off or think buttons are squished mm-hmm. or something. And I just can't, we used to use that DJ. Those, they used yeah, to be the biggest did. one. 
We did. I remember at the time I had an iPod Touch 4, which was an iPod that had a retina display on it. Um, Same size as the 4S. And man, that thing was tiny, tiny, tiny. It was so small. But I loved it. It was awesome. You know? But... I was talking about um, exploring a minute ago with the Minecraft. And so... This is the the best time in, in my life where I could do this, but I still haven't done it yet. But I've been thinking a lot about maps and what I can do with mapping software on my phones now is insane. If I wanted to show my daughter the Eiffel Tower, I can open up a map, zoom to the Eiffel Tower, show her, her it in 3D. I could switch to street view and walk around the city like I'm there looking up at the buildings and everything. And we just... I, I I know it's there, but I never take advantage of it. Like, what do the streets of um, Israel look like, or what do the street or, or or any place there, or what are the streets uh, uh, by the the Great Pyramids? Like, what what do those look like? What do yeah. um, the highways driving through Ireland look like? What do you know some of these streets in China look like? I I know I could do it, but I never zoom and go do it. I think I need to. I think I need to go play with some maps, TJ. I don't know how. Yeah, man. It just it's it's kind of cool because like when when my kid grows up enough, you know, I assume that she will you know have grown up you know here in Louisiana, and I'll be able to show her where we lived out in you know Colorado Springs and Charlottesville, yeah. uh, just just with Google Maps, just be able to drop a pin and go right down there and just give her a little tour of. You know what it was like to live in in the springs, and I I I will I remember I went to my dad's first home in Connecticut once when I think I was six years old, and I don't remember that. Right. But there was no other way for me to have been able to see my dad's you know old neighborhood. And so it's taken a decade, but we finally have Street View on most places. But that's not stopping Google and Apple and all these companies from going back and uh, photographing them again. And so mm-hmm. I think Google's doing better at this, but they have the ability to let you go back and see in certain places, go back and view the same street from different time periods. And so oh, interesting. growing up, my, my parents would always say like they'd look over there and there'd be like a neighborhood or a, a restaurant or some store. And they'd be like, I remember when that was all fields. When I could just look, <laughs> I could look as far as you could, and there's just trees. And uh, I've been here in Colorado for ten years, and I was guilty of that the other day. I was telling Megan, I was like, I remember when that was just a Taco Bell and wasn't anything else. And now there's all these other things. But with the Street View thing, you'll be able to do that. You'll be able to go back in time and and kind of see stuff. You'll see what it was like. Yeah, it's you pretty know, cool. You will see when that was a, a two lane road. You know, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, and if they do. If they start filming them quick enough, um, you'll be able to see it with, uh, you know, when they do construction and all these things. But if you mix yeah. that technology and those that data with this dream that I keep, I keep hitting this drum, but uh, these AR glasses that I want to see, like it's possible that you could be wearing these these glasses and you're looking at a storefront. You're like in town, you just look at a storefront. And you can just open up the app and you know go back in time, and then you can see the exact same scene that you're currently standing in, but it's overlaid with what it used to look like five years mm. ago, ten years ago, whatever. Like that's, oh man, TJ, here's some cool stuff. 
The possibilities, man. I would, I would love to see these glasses come, you know, and blow us out of the water. I mean, I, first generation would be cool, but can you imagine what it would be like? Like, I don't think we would, we would think that we are where we are with the iPhone back in 2007. Yeah. Well, like, I was just talking about glasses how, look like 13 years from now. That tiny phone that I'm handing to a four year old mm-hmm. and how primitive now that I, I'm saying that that phone is. Compared to what we have, like we'll be doing the same thing with the glasses. Like it's going to be so much better in ten years. In ten years, what do you think the phone situation will look like? I think we've hit peak phone. I think the foldable phones. I, I, I think durability, battery life, and then I think people will stop updating as often. That I think that that makes sense. I I can't imagine you needing a phone that's it's faster unless you're doing other things with it. Like it is your computer. It's your primary desktop or your laptop, and your laptop is now is just a, a keyboard, mouse, and battery. Like I can mm-hmm. imagine that. Then, then I would continue to upgrade my phone, but they're getting really fast now. Like you, can yeah, do they're, they're so getting super fast. You know, but like ten years from now, well, we'll be the iPhone will be twenty three years old. Gee, oh my gosh! <laughs> and oh. you know, things have changed. But what? but not not that that much. So I'm curious to see if we will see another revolution in like will phones not be a thing? Will it just be glasses? You know what is or will you know? La- I, I say I don't know. I I don't know what it looks like because I've only seen that resolution the re- revolution happen once. I saw it with you know growing up with computers, seeing the smartphone happen. And so now I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know what that next revolution is going to be. I know they tried it with the iPad. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. But, watch I mean, it wasn't was, either. Yeah. yeah, watch wasn't either. Is there going to be one, or you know, have we just, have we hit a peak and we're going to be staying here for a while? You know, I don't feel like things have changed that much, even in just like the past five years. No, not really. It's it just we have a notch now. <laughs> Just like small yeah, iterations. we have a notch. But yeah. what it does is so phenomenal. Like when it had the fingerprint reader, I think that was – it was getting really, really cool. And they pulled that away. Mm-hmm. I think that was a regression. But having the fingerprint reader in there, it just feels like it's – But face ID is so good though. Well, face ID – unless you're wearing your N95 mask or you look that at is sideways. True. <laughs> that is true. I tried doing that with my N95 today and it didn't work. <laughs> So then you got to touch it. And now you're spreading stuff all over your, the glass on your. Yeah. True. Um, first world problems. Well, I guess it's everywhere world problems now. Just world problems. Yeah. Man. Okay. Let's do the picks of the week, man. All right, man. So my pick of the week this week is we have all been, you know, just kind of watching a lot of TV lately, as I'm sure the rest of the, the nation is as well. Um, and so I'm going to recommend one of my favorite shows, which is SWAT. Um, and it's, you know, a fairly, I would say it's fairly typical law enforcement show. You know, I like cop shows, detective shows, that sort of thing, but it's a remake of the original SWAT TV show, which I think was what in the 1970s real time follow up. When was it made? 1975. Um, so it's just a a remake of that. It's really good. I highly recommend watching it. It's on the first two seasons, I believe are on Hulu at the moment. And I bought the last season, season three, on iTunes. It was worth paying for a season pass. Awesome. So if if you like cop shows, you like, you know, special weapons and tactics, go watch it. 
<laughs> I love it. I have been using uh, Parallels on my Mac for years. And so Parallels is some software that lets you run Windows on the Mac. But it does it a little different. or It, it has some extra features that just running Windows on your Mac wouldn't let you do. So Parallels, um, it lets you run Windows while you're still in the Mac. And the, the, the apps that you have on Windows will run on the Mac in Windows. So you don't, it's not like you see the desktop and the start menu. You know, you can hide all of that and you can just have Internet Explorer or whatever, something cooler. You can have Winamp 97 displayed in the middle of your screen and it looks just like a, it was a native Mac app. It's just floating there. All, everything around it has been. It's wild. It's kind of combined with your Mac. So it's really cool. But what I'm using Parallels for is a little different. Parallels has a couple of of add-ons that they have. They have one called Parallels Access, which is like a, um, what would be a good example? Like a team viewer, kind of, where you're able to remote into other Windows computers or or Mac, I think Mac, but you can remote into other machines. So that's really good. It's one of the best I've ever used. But what I'm really liking is this little add-on called Parallels Toolbox. Whenever you buy a new version of Parallels, you get this this app for free, and a lot of people ignore it. It is magical, TJ. Like, this little app has, like, 30 apps in it. And normally, whenever I install a Mac, I'll I'll install something to allow me to snap the windows to the sides. I'll install something to let me uninstall apps and delete all the clutter. I'll install Mm -hmm. things to... um, clean parts of the drivers, zip and unzip and screenshots and create GIFs and convert YouTube videos into downloads that I can download on my machine or convert a YouTube video into an MP3 that I could download just, or maybe like a button that I could click on that would show me all the hidden files or the file extensions of files. There's all these little power tools. This app has all of them in there and it feels like I'll show you right now. I'm going to take the, yeah. the you know, phone with the camera and just show it to you if you can see that. And oh, I'll put a, that. a link in the uh, the show notes. But it has a bunch so of So what I'm basically tools. seeing is a grid of apps that and it's just a bunch of small utilities that you may need to, you know, you may need to use. Um, such as like recording specific areas of your screen or wanting to save your energy or like an easy way to hide your desktop. Like it's just a collection of utilities. Airplane mode. Interesting. Like there's one called presentation mode. And yeah. when it detects that I plug in an external monitor or a projector, it'll say, do you want to turn this on? If I say yes, it turns off notifications. It changes my wallpaper. It hides things. It, it prevents That's me from cool. embarrassing myself when I'm hooked up to a projector. If I click the record screen, it lets me drag a box and just records, makes a video of whatever I have selected in there. Um, there's just a bunch of little tools in there. It's just cool that I don't have to install all a bunch of different apps now. It's all built into this one. And they're all well done. They're very simple and they do their job and then they get out of your face. So very happy with Parallels Toolbox. That's awesome, man. I love it. All right, man. I think that's it. It's a, it's a good episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. As per usual. <laughs> We're at 26. And I yeah. think we had How's some it? hidden we had some hidden ones in there that I don't I don't know if we aired those or not, but we had some some yeah. weeks where we had extra episodes and things, but Official episodes, 26. 26. This is number 26. The next big uh, 
Next big milestone will be episode 50, which we should be seeing somewhere, somewhere in what, November? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, November or August or somewhere. Something like that. So, somewhere was, around there. iOS 14 will be released. And we'll be able to, to celebrate. But we, we got to do something cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. And also, we're going to be able, hopefully, be able to talk some more about, you know, WWDC as we get more news about that. Hopefully, we're going to be seeing some Apple shakeups here and we'll be able to talk a little bit more about, you know, what's going on in the world of Apple. But, you know, it's, it's a quiet time right now here in quarantine land. There's just nobody's moving all <laughs> much, much at all. <laughs> no, not, not a lot's happening. The news is pretty bare. The, uh, everybody's just talking about the same two or three things. And then, like, Politically across the world, everybody's just talking about the virus. Like everything else, yeah. nothing else matters. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because I I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking, all right, well, like, what's going in the news? Oh, yeah, coronavirus. That's it. So, um, did speaking of anything else moving, uh, did you find your watch yet? Oh man. Oh, so no, I no, of course not, of course not. I keep getting made fun of, and now it's like. It's a thing. Like there's a small group of people in the world who can give me a hard time about this. And they do. <laughs> my my in-laws, my family members, my friends, like listeners. Like I have not found this watch yet. I, I, I'm going to give up TJ. I just need a new one. Whatever. What's the new one at the six, the five. I need that five. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I have no idea where my watch is. And, uh, Podcasting is still hard. Hashtag, Hashtag the, cowboy. the cowboy. Good night, man. <laughs> Good night, man.